Welcome to the Making Mortgage Fun podcast with me, Becca Christensen, home buying talk for the fun at heart. Our goal is to save you money when you buy, make you money when you sell, and save you a lot of headaches along the way. So today I wanted to dive into sort of the basics of purchasing a primary home versus purchasing a secondary home versus purchasing an investment property. Just sort of highlighting the differences um, and hopefully helping, you know, sort of dive into some misconceptions as well. So let's start with a primary, we'll call it a primary residence, I guess. So primary residence is a home that you are going to live in yourself. It is going to be your primary residence, your homestead, your pad, whatever you want to call it, it is yours. You are physically, the intention is that you are physically going to live in it as your home. Um, And so when you are going to have a home be your primary residence, that's typically when you have the most loan options with the least amount down and also the best interest rates. So uh, as we talked about earlier in a previous episode, there's a few different loan options, right? We've got VA, USDA, FHA, and conventional. So all of those loan types are, are options when you are purchasing a primary residence. And again, the minimum down on all of those loan options is available. So uh, I would say the most common are probably FHA, which is three and a half percent down, and conventional, which is three to five percent down. Uh, those are probably the two most commonly used. Uh, with VA coming behind that, uh, that is a zero percent down for um, for veterans. So any of those loan options are available when you're purchasing a primary residence. Now, a little side note on primary residences you can buy lots of different properties as a primary residence. So I personally can help you with, you know, a single family home, a condo, whether it's like an apartment style condo where it has attached walls uh, and it's, you know, multiple attached walls, I guess you could say, because it's in a big building. Uh, You also have condo types that are like townhomes where they just have one or two shared walls. You also have condos that are, they seem like a single standing, single family home, uh, but technically they're classified as a condo for other reasons. So single family home, condos, but you can also purchase um, multifamily up to four units. So a duplex, uh, a triplex, or I I call them quads, but fourplex. Um, so you can purchase any of those. Now, again, you have to live in the property. So if you are buying a single family home, you're going to live in the single family home. If you're going to buy a condo, you're going to live in that condo. If you're buying multifamily, then you're going to live in one of the units and then potentially you can rent out the other units. And if you listen to the previous episode, we talk a little bit about how that works with projected rental income. So those are the options when you are purchasing a primary residence and that is your plan to live there. So if you possibly own another home, um, but you vacation somewhere else in in the state or somewhere else and you want to have a place, you you don't want to Airbnb anymore. You want to have a place that you can go and, and stay when you're visiting that area that would classify as a second home. And 
Typically when you're purchasing a second home, you only have the conventional loan option and you're usually, depending on price point and other qualifying factors, we're usually at about 10 to 15% down on the second home. And then if you think about rates, rate wise, the best rates are going to be for primary home purchases. The next best rates are for secondary home purchases. Um, there's a few interesting caveats with second homes. One of them being that the second home needs to be at least 26 miles away from your primary residence. There's sometimes a little bit of wiggle room there. For example, if you live maybe in the Texas Hill Country and um, but you go into Austin all the time, either for business or music festivals or whatever the case may be, um, and it's really doggone close, like it's 24, 25 miles away from your primary residence and you're gonna get a condo downtown for the purposes of staying uh, in town when, when you're at those festivals and events. Um, I've had that, that work before, so it can kind of just depend on what the purpose is, but typically the distance needs to be at least 26 miles away from your primary residence. So a great example would be someone that lives here in the Austin area, um, but then perhaps, you know, has a ranch uh, further out with a small cabin on it or something uh, that they go to periodically uh, for trips and kind of like a little bit further Further than a staycation, but not a really long, uh, you know, plane ride away, if you will. So, those are your second home options. And last but not least, we have an investment property. So, with an investment, the sole purpose is that it will be rented out to bring you revenue, hopefully cash flow, um, cash flowing each month. That's usually the goal. Uh, I do know some investors that they're not as concerned with cash flow because they know eventually as the mortgage is paid down um, that that cash flow will start to shift. But again, the primary purpose is to rent it out and it sort of depends on how you want to rent it out. There, Of course, there's lots of different options, which is a whole nother conversation, but lots of different options on how you're going to rent that out. But again, one of the cool things with an investment property purchase um, you do have to put at least 20% down. I would say normally I see rates a little bit better if you're putting 25% down. But again, we've kind of got to compare the out-of-pocket cost um, and see how that works out for you. But uh, so you have to put that amount down. But re remember from a previous episode, we also get to use projected rental income to help you qualify. So that is a cool feature there. And then again, when we think of rates, primary residences get the best rates, second homes get the next best, investment properties have the highest. Um, and I would say it really just depends on the overall market as to how different those rates really are. And um, so it's always important just to chat with me to go through to sort of see what can I expect? Because if you, let's say you bought a home a couple years ago and you had one interest rate and now you're looking at buying an investment property, it could look totally different. And we wanna make sure that you have the right expectations for what that loan structure is going to look like and also sort of what that interest rate and monthly payment are going to look like as well. So those are the basics with primary, second home, and investment property purchases. So I hope you had a blast today and I can't wait to help you get started with your loan process. So feel free to call or text me on my cell, which is 512 299-0396. You can also check out my website, which is wemakeloansfun.com. Or you can text my name, which is Becca, B-E-C-C-A, to 36260. And my mobile app will be sent your way. 
Have an awesome day and we'll see you next time.